0: Best, best friendhood. Friend. Best friend. Best friend. Best friend. Best friend.
1: Best friend.
0: Best friend. Best friend. Best friend.
1: You're my best
0: friend. You're my best friend. Best, best friendhood. friendhood. Hello, human beings. How are you?
1: <laughs> human beings, fuck <Forgot laughs> off it.
0: <laughs> uh, let's see. How does that look? Does that look okay? there we go how's that Ooh, that's a little hot no it's not no uh-uh. okay
1: we're good we're good
0: we're good we are so damn good
1: i don't know why. that was fun that was Thanks. a cute little jig <laughs> snaps for you
0: <laughs> where i wonder where that started snapping instead of clapping poetry Right, like cool I remember kids. in like the early 2000s that being a thing that I would see I on TV. It has been since like... Oh, I'm sure it's older 60s. than that. 60s, yeah. But like I always remember, oh God, now I can't remember what show it was, but somebody did like slam poetry uh-huh. at a coffee shop and every, you know, the lights were low and it was like hipsters before there were hipsters. They were just people in the 90s mm-hmm. and everybody went snap, 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 snap.
1: <laughs> Less boisterous than... Hands clapping, maybe? Yeah. I have no idea.
0: Less boisterous, maybe more pretentious. We can't just clap like the plebeians. No. If you're a snapper, that's okay.
1: Snap to snapping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Some people can't snap. I know. Some people can't clap.
0: I spent months when I was in like sixth or seventh grade learning how to snap like until I got a really yes. good one and then i was like okay and now i'm done with this obsession <laughs> i remember
1: when I, I couldn't even tell you what it was but i remember trying it like as i was falling asleep like just doing the motions yeah until like i think i just fell asleep and i woke up the next day like oh i need to keep practicing and oh. i did it
0: oh that's so sweet yeah Aww.
1: i also used to try to keep my eyes open until i would just fall asleep <laughs>
0: Weird kid. Weird kid. Weird
1: kid. (laughs) No, it was just a kid. Kids are weird. I was gonna say
0: that sounds like something that a child would just do. A child. A child.
1: So real real pets, plants, and planet of the apes. Since we're
0: actually going to do that today. Yes. I really sorry
1: nope go you ahead. go you go
0: i was just gonna say i enjoy that the two times now that we've done like a two-parter it's primarily been because we started with one thing and then went way out of <laughs> like out of bounds oh look a pretty rock <laughs> <laughs> yeah Yeah. i'm not mad about it no nah, dude it's fun i enjoy this but yeah today we are actually going to talk about plants pets uh what did we decide Planet of the Apes. Thank you.
1: Yeah. So uh, basically, friendship between humans and animals. The human animal and other animals. Because I think there's always been that draw to have a companionship. And sometimes Mm -hmm. other humans are really difficult.
0: But, (laughs) you know,
1: (laughs) a different species. Sometimes it's... And we've all read those beautiful stories where, like, it was the connection between... A human and their animal it's mm-hmm. just been unlike any other
0: right you know yeah. like there was
1: that really sad one where this dog's man passed away mm. and the dog would sit and wait for him
0: yes uh, good like was it at a bus stop or something I believe
1: so something of the sort <sighs> That's so sad right and then there's those times where animals save the day right. for people. I just read this story actually today while I was laying in bed, not really ready to get out of bed and face the world. I came across this story and this guy whose 11 year old cat was in the last two weeks starting to act really weird, like just really infatuated with a wall in his kitchen and okay. would just like sit there and stare at it, was barely eating, would not go to visit the litter box very often, wasn't like making noises or clawing at it, but just like sitting next to that wall for two weeks.
0: Before. you endanger girl your house is haunted right what
1: and it was in the middle of the pandemic and so he wasn't able to get to the vet for like another week to mm-hmm. get an appointment because you know at that point everything,
0: right, everything was, was slow yeah. yeah
1: so he went to the people of reddit and they answered the call <laughs> truly it's so wild and they said you know trying to figure out what might have changed in the two weeks hmm. and they said well i mean if nothing else it might be termites or it could be like a little critter behind your wall but he was a little bit confused because it was just in one particular part of that wall so this this storyteller got bored and decided might as well just cut a three by three chunk out of my wall what (laughs) because he had to wait a week elsewise to see what was wrong with his cat so if it happened to be termites or a critter he might as well take care of it now right
0: Makes sense. Yes. Yeah. Okay.
1: So he did that, and he found a little steel door behind the wall. What? Just a little tiny one. And
0: why is there a secret door behind your wall?
1: He went back to Reddit to find the answer to that. It's actually it was a coal chute. Oh. Like an in-home coal chute. Okay. So not that creepy. Uh, and from what he found, that there should be a vent. Of some sh- sort, like a great grated vent, hmm. somewhere near that. Okay. So he went to the other side of the wall. Oh, I should say, after he opened up the wall, the cat was like, "Oh hell yes!" <laughs> <laughs> oh you know? really? So like there was obviously something
0: like the having cat was, to do. Yeah. Yes. Okay.
1: And uh, so he went to the other side of the wall, and this homeowner, I think, just he called a friend and he said, like, after a few beers, he and his friend decided the right way to do it. Correct. Pull up some floorboards to try to find this vent that should be around.
0: What? So
1: <laughs> they did. It's the pandemic, man. I don't blame them.
0: I feel like this is something we would do. Totally. Totally. <laughs> it's absolutely yeah. like let's let's talk about it. Let's figure it out. And then we have a few drinks and go, let's, let's totally. do it. <laughs> Why are we waiting?
1: Uh and they found the graded like uh, you know, the hole, basically the vent, yeah, uh, with a with an old iron grate on top of it.
0: How cool.
1: And so after uh in the story they said, after one peeled fingernail <laughs>
0: <gasps> oh <laughs>
1: more. Ugh. Yes, I know. Little, little, they got the grate off and it was large enough for them to put a ladder down in. They said that it was about like eight feet to the floor. And what it was like he had a basement in his house. This was like an extra basement
0: so hang on i have a question for clarification sure is this wall and the coal chute in the basement already
1: so it was i'm picturing
0: like an egress window Mm -hmm. with like because i've seen coal chutes before like i've i looked at a house last summer that had a coal chute that went into, there was a grate at the ground level and then in the basement was the actual little door that it would Mm -hmm. come in. Yeah. Am I picturing this correctly?
1: So his house is older, obviously, and it had been, additions had been built. So where they found the the graded area was actually what would have been outside in the original house
0: oh so his
1: that other room had been built on top of it so this basement was not within his basement okay this is a whole additional basement that he didn't know was on the property
0: wow yeah
1: so they put the ladder down in there he and his friend both go down there and they could tell that like the the floor had water Hmm. so they got down in there and like he said the stench was pretty bad because it's just like old standing water, old coal and rust and, you know,
0: gross. Just
1: old. So they get down there and thankfully no critters. But when he was looking around the perimeter, it was all loose rock wall. Hmm. Like just a really shoddy Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. built basement. And he finally came to find out well, what he's assuming is that one wall seemed to have collapsed in, and that's where the water was coming in. So he's thinking hmm. in the last two weeks, that wall in, in that faux basement right. let loose. Water started to come in, so there was this barrage of new smells, and that's why the cat
0: oh, had been God. sitting there. He's
1: like, where's this smell coming from? So for two weeks, where he thought his cat was going cray-cray
0: wow it was just
1: this surprise basement that he didn't know that he had it started leaking water and it's created the smell that was coming up from the wall and the other room
0: thank yeah. goodness he like had a went... cat right like that could have i can assume that would have created some pretty big problems <laughs> if it had gone unnoticed for months that or... would have
1: been the
0: oh my God. largest
1: sinkhole right underneath one of his yeah parts of his home Yeah.
0: So did the story say what he ended up doing with this new... No. ...area? Dang. No. In my imagination, I'm like, okay, so we we build some supports, we enclose this dirt and make it safe and have like secret hangout room. One could. You could do drugs there. I don't do drugs.
1: The cat. The cat was like, "No, that's my drug den. I found it. <laughs> this is
0: where I do my catnip.
1: <laughs> I'm inviting the posse over. I'm gonna call it the Furball. Everyone's gonna come dressed to the nine lives. <laughs> you are welcome.
0: <laughs> Oh my God, that was amazing.
1: Oh, some days my brain, man. (laughs) Love it. So yeah, uh, you know, um, animals saving the day, literally in other other stories where if it weren't for the dog, like the family wouldn't have known that something was wrong in the house or, you know, somebody tries to come and commit a crime or abduct a young one and the dog.
0: Yeah. Yeah. One of my favorite videos, I think from early in the pandemic was... A kiddo, like probably a two or three year old, just be bopping around in their driveway, like mm-hmm. in between or next to a vehicle. And this random stray dog like comes running around the vehicle, starts to attack the kid. And the family's cat comes flying out of the house, I'm guessing, or somewhere the yard, yeah, and just like side like jumps and like kicks on from all the forest yeah. Yeah, this dog and then like surrounds the child and is just like, this is my human. <laughs> get the hell away from him. <laughs> right. It was, I watched that so many times because it was so just enthralling. Like I couldn't get enough of watching this cat be so protective.
1: Mm-hmm. Which is not something that cats are usually remembered for
0: yeah it's not something that people typically associate it's not a behavior that people would associate with a cat that's something you would expect of like the family dog Mm -hmm. of course yeah like we had a dog when i was growing up for like two weeks and then my family is very allergic and this dog that was supposed to be like quote hypoallergenic we were all still very allergic (laughs) so we had to
1: find a different home yeah
0: it was super sad but when daniel my brother and i would wrestle dog would go nuts like if dan and i were kind of like roughhousing as little kids do yeah this dog would like get in between us and would be so aggressive toward me and protective of daniel which i never really understood like because yeah he's younger than me but he was i was always a really small kid and dan was always a little bit okay ahead of like his chronological age like he was always a little taller so we were like the same height same build and for some reason whatever reason the dog would just we named him aslan because he was so Aww. fluffy like the lion he gets sp-
1: line which in the wardrobe for those Sorry, of you who yes. aren't nerd buckets
0: <laughs> <laughs> thank you for clarifying that i just assume everybody knows what i mean um you can all hear my thoughts right <laughs> Not not how those work. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) But yeah, it was so funny. In hindsight, it really made me jealous at the time. Like, dog, why don't you protect me? Right. (laughs) Uh,
1: And I, the one thing that I really enjoy is um, how many different ways animals are companions for different people.
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: You know, um, birds. Some Mm. people choose to keep birds. And they live, like I'm thinking of a a parrot or a a cockatoo.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. And they can live to be 70s. Is it
0: cockatoo or cockatiel? A
1: cockatiel, I believe, is the smaller
0: ones. Oh, they're both. Oh, they're both. Okay. I didn't. Yeah. So a cockatoo is
1: like the big, like what you think of like a Madagascar parrot. I don't (laughs) know. They, they can be Hey,
0: my friend who works with animals, mm-hmm. she has several large birds like parrots and cockatoos. They are so loud and yes, terrifying. I fed them and about oh, lost
1: beaks, yeah.
0: Yeah, about lost a finger and then it screamed at me because I panicked and dropped its peanut and went, Oh lord. I'm sorry. Oh my god, help well, me. <laughs> I mean, they're dinosaurs. <laughs>
1: and you like dinosaurs? I
0: love dinosaurs because they are dead and can't yell at me. <laughs> sure <laughs> but the living dinosaurs that can yell at me don't like <laughs> them no, 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 do not don't no. yell at me <laughs> uh,
1: but they can live to be 70 80 mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and they they bond with a person yeah and they get very territorial about those person mm-hmm. persons and
0: it's actually like that's actually pretty cool birds will always probably scare me to death but so that same friend she and her husband they have several what are the little like blue and yellow and green like lovebirds i want to say parakeets parakeets, parakeets. and they have one named baby who that is the one bird i've ever felt safe with oh. because they got me kind of held me down and poured alcohol in my throat that oh, i said no, no no i don't want to drink this really tasty alcohol <laughs> 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 and then they brought his this bird they brought his like tower of a cage out into the living room and set it right next to me and they're like just sit there he'll come up and like hang out next to you and he did and it was so scary until he started like doing this cute little like wee woo wee woo and i would look at him and he'd go wee woo oh and just like that like it wasn't like an actual whistle he mm-hmm. was like saying yeah wee-woo. it was so cute so that i put my finger up and he like put his beak through the slots mm-hmm. in the cage and just rested it on my finger. It was so nice. Yeah, We got to the point that we were like buddies and I actually held him and didn't throw up of terror. Like,
1: <laughs> it was good amazing. Yeah.
0: It was actually really, really sweet and really fun. But the rest of the birds can, they're for the birds. <laughs> birds are for the birds.
1: Well, I remember coming across this story about magpies
0: mm. are very mm-hmm. prevalent
1: down in Australia and New Zealand. And this family had kind of rescued one. And uh, it ended up becoming like part of the family. And yeah, so, I mean, it's free to come and go as it chooses, but it chooses to come and visit and hang out with the family for most hours of the day. And it even brought its partner. And they, yeah, like this.
0: Hey, humans, let me introduce you to my family. Exactly.
1: Oh my gosh. Yeah. And then there are people who have extraordinarily, well, and this even goes back to, um, Native Americans Hmm. and their bond with their horse, Mm. you know, um, to where there is such a level of trust. And I think what's so neat to hear is how people learn to communicate with animals and vice versa, how animals Mm -hmm. have learned, especially when we are in need of support, you know, thinking of support animals, literally how they know when to, Step in, and mm-hmm. sometimes, like, if it's not a trained animal, even then, like,
0: they still just they sometimes know. know.
1: But I do believe that service animals and what they can be trained to do yeah. for people who are diabetic, oh the dog gosh, yes. can smell the your, blood your blood sugar, sugar levels, yeah, which is out. Oh, what,
0: how and do you it's incredible. that's a smell. <laughs> <laughs> right.
1: Like I am sorry to the animals who can like smell more than I can because I can't even fathom. <laughs> or, you know, they can be help out with absolutely everything. And then those people get such a bond mm-hmm. with that dog. And then they're literal just, you know, support animals where people have that emotional connection.
0: Right. And right. this is
1: something, you know, it's unfortunate that some people take advantage of
0: yeah, the that...
1: the existence and the ability to have A care animal.
0: Right. Like, oh, no,
1: this is my support peacock.
0: I was just going to say, when I worked for the airline, we once had... I don't remember... I don't believe I was on the flight. I think I just heard the story so much that I can picture it exactly. Sure. Uh, But there was a person who had an emotional support chicken, and the chicken reportedly was wearing a pink tutu oh cute (laughs) so i have such mixed emotions because airline brain goes oh yeah people can pay like a hundred bucks online and get like a quote letter from a therapist that says yes this person needs an emotional support animal but then people take advantage of that when they don't really need it they just want their animal with them wherever they go yeah it's like that really kind of poisons the water For people who legitimately have need for an emotional support animal, but not the level of care that's required for a service animal. They're two valid tiers, Mm -hmm. in my opinion. It just stinks that, like, I know a lot of airlines a few years ago, probably 2019 maybe, like before the pandemic, a bunch of airlines were like, you know what? We're only allowing service animals in the cabin now. We're not going to accept just any, quote, uh, emotional support animal because they don't have that training. They could be an animal who's easily frightened and who's not socialized for those situations and could, you know, theoretically bite somebody or scratch somebody or something. And I have a hard time with that because there are so many good things that can come from that kind of a program. And there are flaws in the system that people take advantage of. And that just frustrates me. Yeah, Like my cat, he's technically an emotional support animal because of some stuff that I had going on a few years ago. Felt like it was a valid thing. And I absolutely, I'll be upfront and honest, I used one of those websites because I didn't have access to anyone who had the certification to write that letter so i did that and it's been wonderful like he legit is the reason that i got out of bed some days was Mm -hmm. just because he needed to be fed and i was like okay i have a reason to get out of bed today i'm in a much better place now where right like well now he's just my little booba he's my little my little pookie and certainly wouldn't qualify for it now but then yeah anyway so pluses and minuses of those kinds of situations emotional support chicken come on
1: i get it though like How i mean cute is some, that? i mean for real I have people, I have friends who have chickens and, you know, and they they say like, oh, well, they've all got their personalities. And for sure, you know, yeah. and I do believe that each animal does. So I can kind of get it. But I think when we, you know, in my mind, when we were talking about the friendship between animals and humans and why that is so important is I think sometimes when we don't even understand mm-hmm. our own thoughts or how to deal with being a human, when you have that animal who's, you know, like the one being that you feel a true connection connection with and you feel like you know people say that like my animal under just gets me yeah you know and they always say like they make the best listeners (laughs) you know (laughs) but when you can't even put into words your own thoughts and feelings you don't have to because Mm -hmm. another being like your animal
0: just gets you
1: and feels that. I believe like, you know, communication is more than words. Yeah, It's more absolutely. than actions. Like there's a...
0: Isn't it something like 70% or 90% of all communication is done non-verbally? I just heard that in a training yesterday, actually. Now I can't remember what the actual percentage is, but so much of what we communicate to each other, and I'm sure our animals pick up on those things because... Well, wholeheartedly. That's how they communicate is through body language. I'm sure that that's where a dog, when you're crying, understands Mm -hmm. like they may not have the language to understand when you say i'm really sad right now bingo but based on The difference in your affect and the difference in your emoting on your face—I'm sure animals learn and pick up on those things with their owners, and that's how your dog knows to come comfort you Mm -hmm. when you're crying, or your cat will come and lay on your tummy if you're not feeling well, or whatever the case may be. I'm like, I'm just—I'm convinced that it's through the nonverbal communication that we aren't even aware really that we're doing. Mm -hmm.
1: Well, if you think about like when you're angry and you—you know—you get tense. That's a that's yeah. a nonverbal communication. People know that when mm-hmm. they look at you, like, oh, you seem tense. Yep. Oh, and you you know without even saying a word.
0: Mm-hmm. And I. Oh, she seems like she's having a bad day.
1: No. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. And friendships with animals. I mean, I think there has been evidence, clear, clear back into like early civilization,
0: mm-hmm.
1: of humans and animals coexisting i mean that's why we have dogs obviously but even you know outside of just dogs Mm -hmm. humans and other animals
0: didn't the egyptians so we know that they like really elevated cats Mm -hmm. i believe maybe worshipped them i don't know if that's
1: to a certain sense accurate they would shave their eyebrows when their cats died
0: well when albie kicks the bucket you'll know shaved
1: eyebrows here we come (laughs) (laughs) is
0: that like pulling a britney spears 07 like you're just so distraught that you just it
1: was just a sign of sorrow from my understanding Mm -hmm. yeah
0: interesting oh we could do no i don't know The different ways. That's just a curiosity I have. How different cultures process and experience grief. Oh. Like that is a whole rabbit trail, but it's something that fascinates me.
1: Like honors the death of someone. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's covering mirrors, there's wearing black. There's also ones that hold the hugest celebration parties that you've ever witnessed.
0: There is joy and not sadness in the way that our mainstream society experiences and expects like it just i have a book about it that's on my list for this year
1: okay well you read that and then we'll talk about maybe building an episode around it or with it
0: fair okay noted okay (laughs) and you were saying the historical uh connections with pets like there's a reason for it
1: like it's always There's got to be a reason. Do I have the answer? Am I going to share it? No, I don't. And I'm not. I
0: was really gearing up for you to say yes. Uh, But what I did, I mean, you know,
1: (laughs) one of the things that I've had pulled up forever is uh, pirates and their animals. You know, everybody thinks of a pirate having a parrot.
0: Yeah. A parrot like hanging out on their shoulder. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And apparently. Historically.
0: Apparently.
1: Oh, damn. Boom. This man has his ship together. <laughs> Pirate ship. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: well, let's get this cannonball rolling. Hail, um, I can't quite peg leg it down, but I do believe that.
0: <laughs> I get one for your 50. Yeah, I just got to hook rip- him in,
1: you know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> scurvy. Um, okay. Uh, <laughs> but uh, pirates... Uh, You know, they're in the business of making money and exotic animals were valuable. So Mm. uh, transporting exotic animals was a way that they could do that. And any sign of opulence, they liked that. So that's how parrots became a thing. Otherwise, it's always been that there was a, a cat or a dog on the ship as well. And one of the things we just read was apparently for pirates, they believed that having a black cat on board was good luck. And if somebody as long as it as long as the cat was well fed and kept safe out of harm, the ship and the trip would go well. But if for some reason somebody tossed the cat overboard, a bad storm would come and it meant bad luck for everyone.
0: Why somebody would throw a cat overboard just baffles me. There are always they keep those down people. the vermin and like oh, yeah. all of those like the rats and stuff that I'm sure were just <sighs> horrifying on a boat right like i what an asshole to throw a cat yeet this bitch is in the ocean
1: <laughs> well and then they would toss that person overboard and they would have to go get the cat and then they would just shoot the guy after the cat was back on board i'm assuming
0: i'm oh not, my, i'm just making you said up. that so confidently i was oh, like Ah, no. oh, you didn't tell me that earlier when you were reading about this girl Whoa. let me tell you
1: what else i just <laughs> randomly make up that you might be believing oh god No,
0: I wait are just... movies do movies even actually exist no Oh, <gasps> it's all been a ploy.
1: Remember how you thought people could hear your thoughts? <laughs> yes. That's a movie.
0: I need some tinfoil. <laughs> Chew on that. Ooh, uh, no, to wear <laughs> Around my head. So you can't hear my thoughts.
1: <laughs> Just look into your eyes.
0: Um, <laughs> I wonder where that came from.
1: What? The tinfoil? Yeah. Oh, people believed that it would... It's to help block out either from the government or aliens.
0: But why tinfoil?
1: Because it's a metal, and signals would bounce off.
0: Okay. I feel like that started with somebody's deeply untreated mental illness. Yes. Okay. Most likely. Okay. Yes. I'm very curious today for some reason. I have all of the wonderments today.
1: Aw, I like that. Anyway. Well, let's bring it to, did you, oh, I guess I'll start. Feeling a friendship with animals that I've had in my home. Yeah. Totally. We had a dog when I was younger. And for some reason, that dog and I just never really clicked. I wanted to. But he was just like a very, very frightened dog all the time. I also had an abusive stepfather who tended to abuse the dog as well. So it might have been that. Yikes! And we had a cat named Bones who definitely was not Bones. That was a fat cat. (laughs) You know what? (laughs) I'm just realizing my family has a tendency to have some plump cats. (laughs) (laughs) But for myself personally, as I got older, you know, I found a cat. Mm-hmm. out in the woods and i didn't know what to do with the kitten but she was mine now yep. and that girl is mine still yep. and i don't really
0: and you all have heard her oh, begging God. to be let in during our recording sessions
1: and we have our <laughs> things you know like i do i understand her little quirks oh yeah and she um she's cottoned on to mine and you know then there's the other one that we have and the other one i don't understand that one but she's cute and fun but besides cats I actually like, and we we've talked about this too. My goldfish Pan that yeah. I had, and like I I know it sounds weird, but Pan and I had a connection. Like truly, I would it's sit true. there and I would just like chill out and talk to her. Yeah, and she was a big. I would say she was a,
0: a she was
1: over a foot. Yeah, she long. was
0: a large, large goldfish.
1: And I had had her for seven years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like goldfish have a span of their memory that lasts about three months long.
0: Not three seconds, Correct. as is commonly believed,
1: mm-hmm. and they can recognize voices and faces.
0: Mm-hmm. I remember that there was one day that I came over, and this was a long time ago, like early in our in this era of our friendship. Mm-hmm. And I was so like I think you were probably one of the first friends I've had as an adult who is a fish keeper. Mm-hmm. So I just wasn't around fish. And had, I was like that's <laughs> a neat thing. I don't get it. I don't see right. the appeal.
1: Yeah.
0: Meanwhile, now I have. Anyway, we'll come mm-hmm. back to that. But I remember there was one night that we were just like gently listening to music and having a conversation sitting on the floor, kind of in front of where the tank used to be that you mm-hmm. had Pan in. And when we went and sat down, like she came right up to the uh, to the wall. The yeah, wa- yeah the, the glass and would just kind of like hang out like she was there with us. It mm-hmm. was one of the coolest things that I remember about her. And it took me by such surprise yes. that, like, your fish wasn't just a fish. She knew you. Yes. Like, yeah.
1: I know. And it's, I am mean, a little teary-eyed because she's my girl. Yeah. And talk about good listeners. I, I mean, a fish doesn't make noise at all. So she was a silent listener. But, yeah. And there are people who train them to, like, play soccer, in oh the God, aquarium really? oh yeah you know they'll nudge the little and these those researchers in uh, Israel taught goldfish to drive
0: I re- remember oh, that oh yes I yeah. forgot about that
1: but anyway Pan and I I tried my best she you, lived long you and had such uh, a special bond with man, her man when, when we had to help her cross the rainbow bridge mm-hmm. that was so difficult and the loss that I felt and like who do you tell that you're so sad that your goldfish died because right. people don't get it no. normally yeah, man. Well, it also happened like around the same time when I was losing <laughs> my grandparent and yeah. uh, the world was heavy at that moment. So to lose my pet that I felt a connection to mm-hmm. was really difficult. Yeah, And especially to be the one who does it. Mm-hmm. That sucks even more.
0: To be the one offering to that it. assistance. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: Suck, 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 suck.
0: I mean, I had to do that with one of my Tetras mm-hmm. and you provided me with the information that I needed. And I'd only had this Tetra for a month. Mm -hmm. And I I felt that grief. But with Pan, that connection that you'd had for years, like I can't even imagine.
1: And I think we've all, if not personally, gone through that loss of a pet. It hurts because... You're the one in charge. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to be taking care of them and making sure that they're well. Right. And also truly that loss of a companion, that yeah. little pocket of sunshine that was a part of your every single day in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. You know, when you lose that part of your normalcy, that part of your heart, hot damn, man. And it's so hard to try to reform that. Mm -hmm. I think you know and there's there's reasons why there are services now where if you have your pet cremated you can actually get those ashes turned into a lab created stone it could be a diamond or Mm -hmm. whatever Mm -hmm. and then you can have that put into a piece of jewelry
0: right. Yeah,
1: There's lots of different ways for people who memorialize their animals Mm -hmm. because they are such an intrinsic part. They are part of your family. They are that partner in crime. They are that support system.
0: Right. I always feel a little like twinge of discomfort when... And I say it myself, like I'm not nay saying this by any means, but the the term fur baby, Mm -hmm. it's always to me like like that's not quite for me it's like that's not quite accurate he's more than just meaning my cat he's more than just my fur baby like that that's the closest I will ever come to having a child is mm-hmm. this little creature yeah who depends on me and I don't know fur baby just doesn't quite do it for me I don't know that's why fair. I don't know why I'm even bringing it up other than
1: because people do use that word and sometimes and that is what they feel like yeah. um, is the correct descriptor for them
0: mm-hmm. For yeah. me, like, I, I, I see the connotation and I understand it, but it's just not the term for me. Like, I just uh, last month when I had that training that I went out of town for, couldn't get him from the vet or from the boarding school. Oh, that's school. Right. I couldn't pick him up from Hogwarts until the next morning. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because they were, I, I got home so late that oh, obviously it yeah, was like 10 closed. o'clock at night and they were closed. Mm. Literally just waking up in the morning without him, all I could think was... This is not right. This is gonna suck when this is every day without Mm -hmm. waking up to his little mews and flips and purrs and nibbles. He bites me sometimes when I don't get out of bed fast enough. I'm like, okay, get it. (laughs) Yeah, he literally tilts his face to get (laughs) that. To get you? Yes, to get that one tooth. God, Uh. smart little bug. May we take a really quick break?
1: Yeah, I think that sounds good. I'm actually trying to find. There's this beautiful, like, ugh, heart and soul melting oh. post. And I'm sure it's it's like um, the view of a human through a dog talking uh, to like yes, a younger dog.
0: I remember that.
1: Okay. Uh-huh. I'm trying to find, but I'm like, what do you even type into the search engine? Oh,
0: God. I don't know. This is
1: what I'm putting in. It's like a like an, dog's uh, view. Like it's
0: like a cartoon, like an animated Oh,
1: I've just read series.
0: it. Oh, I've seen no. it as a, an animation. Maybe Not we're animation, thinking of two different but...
1: things we'll discuss well,
0: yeah like i know what you're talking about and mm-hmm. i wonder if somebody just like drew pictures like a, a comic that's the word i'm a not sure that i've go seen that. With that or to go along with that yeah sorry my bladder is talking to me oh, yep, yep, i gotta yep. go all right we <laughs> found
1: <laughs> you found
0: the thing that you were looking for
1: yes because it was different than what you were thinking of yeah yeah yours was that cute little one where it was like, the little pupper is getting knowledge from the big pupper about mm-hmm. it was his time to go and be with that human. Right, right. Yeah, which is cute.
0: What you were talking about was...
1: And I, I remember phrasing it to you and I said, uh, picture Lord of the Rings, but instead of hobbits, they're dogs. And instead of Gandalf, it's a human. <laughs> Yep. And you were like, oh, I know what you're talking about. We are thinking about different things. And, mm-hmm. and then I just went, find it. Because <laughs> I tried to, just, to no avail. And you did find it. So I'm just going to go ahead and read yeah, it. Yeah, okay. Go for it. And this was a Tumblr post originally. Mm-hmm. And it said, in the dog world, humans are elves that routinely live to be 500 plus years old. And then Chandler being with a wide eyes, oh, face. So then, you know, now picture it from a dog's point of view. They live so long, but the good ones still bond with us for our entire lives. These immortals are so kind. We must be good friends to them. Somebody responds, my heart, WTF. Somebody else. Not going to lie. This effed me up a bit. POV fantasy slice of life book. When? Then it moves into what I was talking about. Like definitely that Lord of the Rings realm. Now I am old. The fur around my muzzle is gray and my joints ache when we walk together. Yet, she remains unchanged. Her hair still glossy. Her skin still fresh. Her step still sprightly. Time doesn't touch her and yet, I love her still. Oh. <laughs> do you want to do the next part?
0: Would you like me to? Sure. For generations he has guarded over my family. Since the days of my great-great-great-great-great-grandfather, he has kept us safe. For so long we thought him immortal, but now I see differently. For just as my fur grows gray and my joints grow stiff, so too do his. He did not take in my children, but gave them away to his. I will be the last that he cares for. My only hope is that I am able to last until his final moments. The death of one of his kind is so rare. The ending of a life so long is such a tragedy. He has seen so much. He knows so much. I know he takes comfort in my presence. I only wish that I will be able to give him this comfort until the end. Tears, (laughs) tears <laughs> snot crying heart
1: damn you Tumblr!
0: i love how creative people are
1: mhm well in that connection for just as much as they feel about their pets to think about it in the ref reflippical is the same mm-hmm. and when i was trying to search for that i'll just read some of the, the things that my search engine popped up no matter how eloquently a dog may bark he cannot tell another He cannot tell another dog that his parents were poor, but honest. Apparently that's a saying.
0: I've never heard that before. What I got in my search engine results. Oh, can I just I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. I was (laughs) just I got dozens of just how old is your dog actually (laughs) not helpful.
1: (laughs) Well, this one is from Salon.com, but it says your dog has a rich interior life. It's not telling you about Uh, What? (laughs) Then there's another one. Time magazine did one. Why dogs and humans love each other more than anyone else. Yeah. Jeffrey Kugler writes about the special bond humans and dogs have. Oh, do dogs grieve other dogs from the American Mm. Kennel Club?
0: I would say that they do.
1: For sure. I believe so. The voices we make when we pretend our dogs can talk is another one from the Washington (laughs) Post. Oh, my God. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Was there another one that I liked? The new science of our ancient bog. Blah, 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 the new science of our ancient bond with dogs from the Smithsonian Magazine. Hmm. Anyway, I wasn't finding what I wanted, but there are all these great resources, friends. If you want to check them out, there's yeah. like a whole wealth of history just between dogs and humans. But not you even and taking I, into
0: account any other of the animals. others,
1: right? And that's the thing that we really wanted to wrap this episode up with. Is no matter what kind of being helps you to find that feeling of being understood and valued and appreciated, some love Mm -hmm. and peace, Mm -hmm. whatever kind of a companion that is human, animal or elsewise, do that, find that, welcome that. That's still a friendship.
0: It sure is, absolutely. That special connection between you and a furry or feathered or scaly friend is just as valid and meaningful as a connection with another human.
1: It enriches your experience in this reality. Mm-hmm. So lean in, go after it. Yeah. Take care of each other. Well said. <gasps> that's Jake,
0: and that's Melissa. And, and this... this has been <laughs> best, best friendhood. friendhood. Damn it. You guys know it's us. Yeah. If you don't, what are you doing here?
1: Thank you for finding your way here.
0: <laughs> We're glad to have you along, but really, how did, are you lost?
1: How, <laughs> how, how can we help you? <laughs> you know what? If we can't help you, feel free to email us at bestfriendhoodpod at gmail.com. That's actually how we got this uh-huh. topic idea. It is. It's from yeah. somebody emailing it in. And we would still love... If you have any questions or topics you would like covered or what we would really enjoy is if you have a story about friendship that you wouldn't mind sharing with us.
0: Mm -hmm. We've We've gotten a few so far, but not quite enough to make an actual episode out of just yet. Yeah. So our DMs are open. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at BFHpod. You could also message us on either of those places. Literally, our DMs are open. Yes. If you would care to support us in another way, uh, you can do so through patreon.com slash BFHpod. We have a few different tiers that you can can select from. And at each tier, uh, new rewards, perks perks are unlocked. And... We would just really welcome that to help us buy new sound equipment and keep this going because... It's
1: a labor of love.
0: It is. Well said. Thank you. I didn't know where I was going with that.
1: That would be tremendous. And we've already had some people support us in other ways, like creating a gorgeous logo.
0: The most wonderful Jennifer Bate did all of our artwork.
1: Beautiful. Also, speaking of things that are beautiful, the opportunity to read and be grateful for your reviews and your ratings. If you get a chance to, subscribe, rate, review. Whatever you have the chance to do would be tremendous. Helps us out as well. One of us are going to be editing this one. Mm-hmm. I think you. Nope. No, I'm taking the long one.
0: Oh, you are? Yeah. Oh, okay. Then I'm doing this one.
1: There we are. And cool, cool, tight, tight. Thank There's you for There's one last remembering. thing that we
0: need to tell you.
1: And it's the most important.
0: So take notes.
1: Ready? Remember that you are loved
0: and worth being loved. Now we can say, we love love you, you, bye. Uh,
1: That's how I end it. (laughs)